0: Hey, you know what I believe? I believe that every single person can make a difference and that we all have something amazing to offer the world. I believe in standing up for what matters and in putting one foot in front of the other. I believe courage is way more important than confidence and I'm addicted to seeing people break through what they once thought they couldn't. And that's why I started this podcast. I want you to believe in yourself. I want you to know that anything's possible, and I want you to find the courage to stand up and do your thing. Everything's waiting for you. You just have to believe it's possible. I'm Karen Vaughan. This is the Get Off The Bench podcast, and here is where your courageous life starts. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Get Off The Bench Podcast. Uh, look, listen, so glad you guys are sticking around and I've had such great feedback. And you know, I started this, I don't know, 13 weeks ago, 14 weeks ago, and not perfect. You know, I didn't have all my ducks in a line, and but it was really important for me to bring this message to you. And there's so many people out there that are getting off the bench and backing themselves, you know, just with a bit of courage and taking that first step. And I want you guys to know that you're so bloody important you know you've got so much stuff inside you and you've got a dream in there and it's got to come out and just thanks for sticking around I really hope that the shows are giving you the inspiration to this to do that and I've had some amazing guests and it's just you know I've just got such a great list of amazing people still to come and I intend to keep this going for a long time so but I don't want you to take a hundred weeks to get off the bench I really want you to start thinking about it now speaking of wonderful guests today I've got the amazing Rachel Clissold. now listen she is awesome she is a self-proclaimed bold woman who constantly pushes the limits of her own boundaries now we need to take some lessons from that Her solo travels around the world over the last 10 years saw a stack of personal growth and learnings, unraveling a journey of vulnerable communication and pushing through the discomfort of fear to come out the other side, courageously stepping into her new life in the flow as opposed to being in the hustle. With a 20-year career spanning the globe, 17 of which were in the corporate world as an executive assistant and project manager for companies such as PricewaterhouseCoopers in the UK, uh, Deloitte, Macquarie Bank, Telstra, Novartis. All of those kind of big dudes, Rachel transitioned out of the corporate world and into, well, into a new direction in 2017. And that direction is transforming visionary leaders to overcome fear and to break through their limitations and to bring their epic vision to life. How bloody wonderful. Rachel, I'm not going to say any more because you're the expert on you. So how are you going?
1: I am doing fabulous like wow what a what an intro I, <laughs> I sound even better than I was, I was just like what
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you know everyone says that I'm starting to pride myself on this intro I'm going to start following everyone around I'm really I think I found my niche introducing people <laughs> you, you have yes <laughs> thank you so how are you going today uh, oh, I'm good. I'm good. Feeling a bit
1: nervous, but excited at the same time.
0: Oh, you should be excited. We've got the most beautiful audience. Everybody really, really cares about the people that we get on here. And it's yeah, just beautiful people listening to you, people that back you. So don't be nervous. Is this your first podcast? Uh, no, this is my third. Oh, come so. on. Oh, f- you should be <laughs> you should be a
1: rock star by now. <laughs> totally, yeah. I'm, I'm, I've mastered the art of podcasting.
0: <laughs> I think the uh, the really good thing about that is it's. Uh, I like my guests, you know, to be vulnerable and raw, and you know, you know, the fact that there are so many people doing amazing things and and you know, mastering life, but that doesn't mean they've mastered it. And you know, for all of us, it's a journey. And even the best, you know, the, those who have mastered certain things and are doing really well still still uh, get nervous, still fear failure, still f- have imposter syndrome. You know, all mm. of these things still keep coming up. So, you know, I, I like the honesty in you, you know, saying that you're nervous, it's great.
1: Thank you, yes, well, I guess that's a big value of mine. It's like being raw and vulnerable and real. It's like, otherwise, what's the point? Like, we can't properly connect if we're not being authentic and who we actually are.
0: Mm. Very true, there are a lot of, uh, lot of poses out there, but. We try not to do that because, um, you know, it, it, in in fact, when we get to know the real person behind the smile, well, sometimes a grumpy old thing, but, you know, there's a real person in there and it's um, amazing, amazing what we learn about people when Ex- they get their walls down.
1: Exactly. That's that's where the good bits start, when we can, like, bring mm. our walls down and actually connect human to human.
0: I agree. I love it. I'm a bit of a hugger and it's a bit hard at the moment with... Um, you know coronavirus. Even though we're in Australia, we're starting to sort of be allowed out, but we're still sort of being encouraged not to hug. But you know, hugs are where the souls meet. You know, and it's mm. a, it's a beautiful thing if you uh, you know don't mind the old hug. I think. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. pretty special. <laughs> yeah, it is, isn't <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> so I'm really interested in uh, you know. The, the journey that you had and I know that we've spoken before you know about you being sort of a very shy petal in the beginning and you know uh, not 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 feeling very confident and, and you've come out the other end and you know doing this amazing work for leaders you know helping them uh, seek their epic vision so do you want to tell us a little bit about your journey you know from the from the shy Rachel to the one that's just doing amazing work now
1: wow oh oops. If you had have told me this like 20 years ago, I would have laughed in your face. Um, <laughs> you know, I guess I had an instant flashback to when I was in kindergarten and I, would, I refused to go in the class photo unless my mom was in the photo. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's wow. not gonna happen. Um, and then, you know, another flash forward to when I was 18, I just remember I was so painfully shy. I could barely say hello to like people that I was around. Um, So it was really, really challenging um, to be that shy when like there's so much, there was so much within me that wanted to come out, but it was like bottlenecked and it literally could not come out. Um, And I guess where it all really started to shift for me was when I, I knew that travel would be the one thing that would like... Give me the tools to like come out of myself. Not even tools, just give me the courage to come out of myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yep. And yeah, it was literally ten years ago that I started traveling the world. I had my ten year anniversary not long ago, a couple of weeks ago, and um, just pushed myself out of my comfort zones and started to learn how to communicate, learn how to open up to people. Uh, recognize that I, I didn't know like I knew I wanted to know like there was something deeper out there but I just wasn't connected with it um, mm. and travel was the one thing that really awakened that up for me. Um,
0: wow. Tra- travel is, is incredible. It's, it's
1: It literally changed my life and mm. it still continues to change my life in the sense of like you know like for me it's like a live workshop um, mm. in the sense of there's so much shifts and transformations when I really show up to what it is that I want to do when I'm traveling um, and that, that, that to me is priceless you know like mm. that, that saying that travel is the only thing that you buy that makes you
0: richer. True yeah that's a great I've never heard that but that is such a great saying it's, I always think about school, I think education, you know, not, not bagging education, we need it, you know, and you learn to read and write and everything else. But I really think that at the end of your education, get, get around the world, go and travel and immerse yourself in some cultures and yeah, that, that's when the real learning starts. Mm. So. And yeah, well, I can imagine, so I was just going to say, I can imagine you travelling and having to communicate because the, you've got no choice.
1: And I was traveling alone. I literally traveled the world alone. So wow. um, definitely, oh, it gave me goosebumps everywhere. Um, definitely <laughs> had to like step outside of my comfort zone.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. Did you did you uh, go to like? Did you have any experiences that were Really frightening, do you know, and you, you really had to step into your communication right now or you're in trouble. Did you have anything like that?
1: I did. Well, that's given me even more goosebumps. Bloody Sorry hell. about
0: that. Um, no, no, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember I was, in,
1: uh, I was in Greece. I was on one of the islands. Uh, was it Santorini? I can't remember which island it was. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, but basically I was on this like deserted road uh, for miles. And this, so I was on, I was on a quad bike and this car was like kind of driving next to me and he's like, pull over. And I pulled over and he's like, do you know the directions to this place? And I gave him the directions and then he started to get out of the car and I'm like, you know, alone on a deserted Island in a foreign country. Don't speak the language. And I freak, I instantly freak out. And I go to drive off, ride off, but I hit his, uh, the door because he opened the door. And then like, suddenly me stopped. I should have just kept going. And I was just like, what are you doing? Like, you're scaring me. And he's like, what are you doing? You're, you're scaring me. Um, (laughs) (laughs) it's just like, dude, I'm I'm a a woman on my own and we're on a deserted road. You don't need to get out of your car. Like, I don't, like something within me felt that that was a potentially dangerous situation, but thankfully, nothing happened. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but yeah, that that uh, thankfully, I think that was pretty much the like up there with one of the scariest moments. Um, wow, yeah,
0: I, I went to the Greek islands when I was, I think, 28, and I loved it, absolutely loved it, but I felt a need and I, I, I probably was an unnecessary need but I kind of felt the need to puff myself up you know to to look and present a lot you know much stronger I don't know I probably was completely wrong but I felt that need you know just to stand Mm. up really solid and you say don't come near me you know I'm going to take you out and that's (laughs) very defensive and aggressive but Mm. you know I think these these are the things that do come out in you you know when you when you are in an unfamiliar place and you suddenly feel threatened you know you you, it's amazing the strength that we've got this is probably you know something that you found too is that you didn't think you had this strength before you went but uh, but your strength your courage sort of led to all this strength you know appearing and coming out and it's like wow wow this is who I truly am, you know. It's,
1: wow, that gave me goosebumps everywhere. Again. I know <laughs> I'm a
0: real goosebumper. I, really, <laughs> I, I should have written that book. But you know, when so when you've you've come back and you you know after those ten years and you when did you start setting up your you know your consulting like you know, that's just recently that you started setting that up and
1: well, I was actually uh, living in Spain for 2014. 2014 yeah wow six years ago Um, and I met a healer so she did energetic healing and I received a session from her and it really it awakened my intuition Uh, like I was always very intuitive um, and that's kind of how I kept myself safe traveling uh, Mm. the world alone I just trusted that internal instinct you know that we have especially as women you know to Mm. keep ourselves safe um, you know, we're, we're taught not to trust that, but that's what really kept me, you know, yeah. out of harm's way. Um, but yeah, so basically when I was living in, in Ibiza, uh, this amazing woman gave me this healing session. And I remember I went to a club afterwards and, um, I felt my friend's energy in the club and I sent him a message. I'm like, are you in Pasha? He's like, what the hell? Yes, I am. Um, wow. so you know, receiving that healing just awakened a deeper part of my intuition. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I, you know, started to explore that area and got attuned in Reiki. um, And it just evolved itself from there. Mm -hmm. So I, I did not set out to be like a mentor or be a healer or, you know, mm. become where I am at, it, it just kind of unfolded itself. Uh, and I allowed that unfolding
0: to happen. Mm. So it's, you know, I've spoken to others on this podcast of the same thing. It's it, we, uh, you know, we people talk about an overnight success, Do you know, mm. you suddenly wake up one day and that's it. But it, it it's not like that. It's like, you know, you had that awakening in 2014. But it's you know, and, and it's all the little dots, you know, afterwards that, that just keep building and building and mm-hmm. building. You know, it, it's uh, I, I reckon if we're going to go right back to you getting off the bench, you know, like today, you know, some people would say, well, today what you're doing is you're helping visionary leaders find their epic vision or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's they'd say that's you getting off the bench, but in actual fact, it wasn't. It started your journey started when you you took that leap and said, I'm going, mm-hmm. I'm traveling, and I'm absolutely pooping my pants but I'm going to do it you know because well I think I I think it shows that you actually you know valued yourself like you Mm. you felt that that there was more in you and you were worth and I think that's um something that a lot of people don't don't do they don't take that step and don't give themselves enough worth so Mm. I think I think that's fantastic and um also, you, I noticed that you used to have a slogan. It mm-hmm. was um, live an extraordinary life, which in itself is a, a fantastic slogan. But, you know, our, our recent conversations you've said to me that I'm changing this. You know, I've just shifted it to uh, what's your epic vision? So what's, what's the shift in that and what's the reason for it? What's, what's the more power in the second sure. one?
1: i guess like i don't know it feels like living an extraordinary life it just feels a bit too it's not got that like depth of like allowing somebody to like really ponder on like what it is that like you know shifting to the new one like what's your epic vision it's like it allows space for the person reading it to really feel into like what is my vision what is it that i want to create rather than like you know living an extraordinary life like it's I don't know. It feels like oh, an epic vision. It's like, what, what is it for you? What is it mm. that brings you to life? What is it that like once like makes you get out of bed in the morning, you know, for someone it could be simple as something as simple as like meeting the man in the dreams and having a family for someone else like me, it could be, you know, jumping on a plane and going to Bali like tomorrow and booking a ticket. Mm. Um, so it's just, I don't know, it feels like it really, as I said, just gives somebody the space to, like, feel into what it is that they want to do with their life.
0: Mm. Do you know that you know, there's a lot, and you will have come across this, there's a lot of people who actually can't answer that. Do You, you know, and that, I think that's yeah. um incredibly sad. So if people, do, do, you, do you find that some people do come to you saying, I, I want to find my epic vision and I've come to you to help me find it, but I have got no clue what it is. Do you get... People like that? Um, I'm feeling like that. there's been
1: a big transition in who I'm attracting. I really, well, in the, I've always attracted people that are ready um, yep. to transform. But it feels like now I'm really attracting clients that want to, that have that vision there. But they're just, there's just something that's stopping them from it. Mm. And then there's this like element of frustration of like, oh, I know what I want, but I don't know how the hell to get there
0: ah uh, that's such a that's you know you know I was talking to somebody the other day about because I you know my thing is get off the bench do you know and and you know I slogan it get off the bench do you know and and somebody said to me the other day Karen do, do you realize that some people want to get off the bench and they don't know how and I'm like yes of course I of course I realize this but it's um it, it is really it's such a barrier the the how yeah. but a lot of people A lot of people, and I always say that people focus on the gap. You know, I'm here now. I want to be there and I can't, Mm -hmm. that gap is just too big for me. But in actual fact, and you would know this and you would teach this and help people with this and unpack it. In actual fact, once you start the first step, you know, it it all just starts to unfold. you just got to have the courage to step Mm -hmm. into that gap, you you know, and then stop trying to control the whole big gap. it's, It's not that you know people make it seem impossible to get from here to to my vision Do you, but it's it's not you know there's so many people doing their vision and you you would be seeing it all the time people opening you know stepping into their vision
1: it is one of the most it's the biggest privilege and honour to, like, literally watch someone step in and own who they are and, like, mm. claim what it is that they're here to do. Like, it's... Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's... Yeah. And not enough people see that, that. It's actually just as rewarding for the facilitator as, as it is for the person. It's it, just... It,
1: they're like my little baby chicks and I watch
0: them grow and then they fly out of the nest I'm like oh baby (laughs) (laughs) got their big girl wings (laughs) or big boy wings but it's (laughs) but you see the light come on in people's eyes you know that that suddenly it's a bam it's like this is possible and that to be in the same presence as that energy is you're right it's it's a privilege. It's extraordinary mm. to mm. to see, but you not just seeing. You feel it. You feel when people um, switch that on. It's it's just beautiful. So if, if you said before about your you know your future, what if I did ask you twenty years ago? If this was twenty years ago and say, well, what's in your future? What would you have said back then?
1: Mm. Oh, it was very dark time twenty years ago. It was very. Um I'm in a really bad place so yeah I, I would not have believed you I would not have believed any of this was possible at all mm. like I just yeah
0: would have
1: I don't yeah I don't think I would have even laughed in your face 20 years ago I probably would have cried and like not believed you um,
0: so if we went back there I don't wanna I don't you know don't share that whole story of anything but if Unless you want to, of course. But if, but if, what do you think was the biggest um, barrier? The biggest thing that was would have been in your mind saying that's impossible. I mean, I probably didn't even cross your mind at that point. But what, what you're saying back then, I wouldn't have even believed you. What, what was in the way? Do you think uh,
1: myself? I didn't think I was worthy of love or. I had, like, zero self-esteem, zero confidence, zero, like, self-worth. Like, I, I literally hated myself. I literally wanted to die. Mm. Um, so it was very, very dark time. Um, mm. So, yeah, I think um, if I could go back to that version of myself, I probably just would have given her love and just said, it's going to be okay, you know, mm. like, yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, it's funny because you're not funny at all. Um, ironic funny, you know, that type of funny that you're saying that back then you just, you didn't feel worthy, you know, that sort of mm. stuff. It didn't think you had it in you, you know, but yeah. isn't it incredible though that, and this is the point that I'd love everybody to understand that every single one of us has got that incredibleness in us. It just because we can't see it, it doesn't mean it's not there. And you, you know, you, you're you saying that you Hated yourself and you weren't worthy, worthy, and everything else is And there's just no, nothing that would have thought, made you think that I can actually um, bring out the goodness in other people. But the truth is, you can, and you have, and you are, and you know, it's evidence that we all have something incredible within us. Just mm. so tell us, um, while we're talking about this, this is the sort of stuff that you bring out in people so run us through the kind of you know the things that you might go through with people and you know you know how do they feel when they come to you and how do they break out the other end and what sort of things do they go through what kind of you know I don't know whatever you want to share on that topic
1: sure so basically they come to me at a point it's like at the breaking point where they're just done they've had enough of their own BS, they've had enough of like playing it small, they've had enough of people pleasing, Mm. Um, just all of those things that are holding them back from the things that whatever it is that they want to bring to life. Mm -hmm. Um, So really help them shed all those layers, shed all that weight that they're carrying around with them. Like it's this heavy energetic weight that we don't even realize that we're carrying. So I really help them to kind of like delve within, go to those dark places that they have been numbing or suppressing or ignoring or don't even realize that they're there. Mm -hmm. Um, so I really just hold a really strong space for my, um, my clients to like go to those scary places, go to like those demons. And it's actually not really that scary when you've got someone holding your hand through the process. Mm. And walking them through, it's like I, I shine a light on on the darkness for them. Yep. Um, and it's just, ah, you know, that moment when they break through, it's just so powerful. Like I literally watch them transform in front of my eyes. Mm. Um, so when we... And I very much intuitively feel like what they need from me. Mm. So it could be... You know in an energy session it could be like doing this process where we go to like a symptom and we find out why it's there what they need to do specifically to overcome it and then we energetically clear it out of the body which might sound about a bit woo-woo to people out there but it's like it is a very powerful process like i've seen some amazing results from that process
0: doesn't sound woo-woo to me sounds fantastic Sorry, I interrupt you. I was going on a bit of a, I had a little bit of a daydream about getting some Reiki then. (laughs) Mm.
1: And it's such a cathartic experience when you can just really surrender yourself. Mm. And, you know, know, I always say to my clients, this is a partnership. This is not me healing you. This Mm. is me showing you the way. This is us working together. You know, if you don't show up, it won't work. If I don't show up, it won't work. So both mm. of us have to show up to like create this powerful transformation, you know, mm. where we really just shed the layers of the past that they've been carrying around so they they can actually step into who they are. And mm. like that's where the real magic comes in when they shed those layers yeah. and it's like they're just left with themselves. Mm. And then they've got the space to, like, bring in what it is that they want. Whatever that looks like, you know.
0: Yeah. And I bet the self that's standing there is buddy beautiful.
1: It is so beautiful. It mm. is just, it, it, like, it astounds me when I watch that process. It's just like, wow, I see them, you know. Mm. And that that's why I do what I do. That moment there when they become themselves rather than a version of themselves, like that is priceless.
0: Mm. Oh, well, it just sounds, Sounds fantastic, actually. I'm just, it's it's great. And I see, you know, I've, I'm just looking that you've, um you know, you're an acclaimed Reiki master, you know, qualified practitioner in NLP and EFT, hypnosis and past life regression. They're all wonderful. And all of those, I can imagine all of them, you know, being, like you said, picking which one is relevant, you know, or which, which combination is relevant and really giving the person exactly what they need rather than, you, you, you know, sometimes you can go to, one therapist or something you know and it's not quite right and then you feel like it's something wrong with me do you know that didn't work it wasn't right it's, uh, I'm still not right so therefore I'm broken and that's not actually true you know it's sometimes we've got to you know get a whole combination of things to really make us um you know just feel a bit better what's what is EFT it's not as popular as NLP it's um do you want to just explain that in case so sure people know
1: yeah. it's called emotional freedom technique yep. so it's tapping so you tap on different meridian points over like the face uh, and the chest and the hands yep. so basically it's got, it's kind of like um, a vibrational um, what's the one with the pins acupuncture yeah so yeah. it sends vibrations through the body and it just clears any um, like energetic blockages um, and it's mm. it's so powerful like when you combine all of these, tools and techniques and this one thing like I you know I I don't follow the books I follow what my client needs I just Mm. intuitively know what they need Um, and even just from that process alone it it clears things.
0: Mm. Look I agree with that too because I do a lot of mentoring and it's it's you you can't just go by a scripted process you you know it's every I think what you're saying is so beautiful because it's it's respecting the person as an individual you know and it's, it's sort of gathering great gathering the points as you go along you know what's important what's valuable for that person and just sort of adding to the you know well stripping in the first place but just giving them exactly what they want I think I think it's really yeah it's beautiful do you want to explain um NLP there will be some people who are wondering what that is as well
1: Sure, so NLP is Neuro Linguistic Programming. Say that really quickly. Um, (laughs) So basically it's like the words that we use and it's like reprogramming the brain, reprogramming the mind. So say for example, you're driving from here to Coffs Harbour. Um, There's like, you know, there's many different routes that you can take and it's like kind of driving off off the beaten path and like reprogramming your mind to like think another way to shift mm-hmm. your perspective. And like when we can make that shift, everything change, like instantly changes. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, you know, take for example, a 16 year old me, she didn't believe that she was worthy. Um, but when you can shift that mindset, when you can shift that programming to like, I am worthy, then the people that you're gonna attract, the circumstances that you're gonna attract, shift instantly. So, mm-hmm. you know, you could like, A shift could happen in your mindset and then you get a text message from the guy, you get a text message from the job, you get a pay rise. Um, So it's like literally the world changes when you can shift your mindset.
0: That's true and I think when we talk about shifting mindset a lot of people are very Oh yeah, I've tried that. You know, mindset—that's not easy. It's a, or some people like it's a wishy-washy word. Some people are like, "Well, it's I've tried that, but it's too hard." But I think exactly what you're saying is is true. And you know, I've done a lot of work with um the brain and synapses and that sort of stuff. And I, you know, we, one of our mistakes is that we try to unlearn. You know, and I think that people are. I don't sort of get that you know that if if I'm I need to lose weight if I keep saying I need to lose weight I need to lose weight it's going to work but it's not going to work because you're, you're you're actually you're building that pathway you're making it so much stronger by even by saying I need to lose weight, you know, because you're focusing on that. But if you just say, "I need to live a healthy life," I'm enjoying living a healthy life. I'm enjoy, you know that it, that builds exactly what you're saying. It builds a completely new pathway, and you're not even thinking about the damn weight. You know, before you know it, you, you've lost weight. It's. I think that we, um, yeah, it's it's a very anyway. It's, that's a big that's a whole other podcast, but <laughs> yeah. you, you know, it's um. So, what is it that? makes you get out of bed in the morning is it like I'm talking about your why and I know you know is it not just to see people come to life is there more to it deeper than that um I just like for me I love seeing the fire
1: and passion in people's eyes Mm. you know like you could have two people and like dancing and one is just doing it for the money but the other one is doing it because she just loves it. Yeah. You know, it yeah. just exudes this energy. It exudes life and passion and fire and it's like that's why I do what I do to see people like you know, I guess from my past of like being in in such a dark time, it's like I know what it's like to feel depressed I know what it's like to feel suppressed when there's like something deep within you is yearning to come out into the Mm. world but you just don't know how to get out of your own way like that's why Mm. I do what I do to see people light up and do what they love like that just brings me so much joy and pleasure.
0: Ah I can see it yes I can feel it (laughs) I can feel it interestingly before you were talking about you know people come to you when they're had it you know I have had this right I'm buddy ready to move I'm mm. I'm ready to move what what do you think has been well there's two parts of this so the people that They've clearly been held back. You know, mm-hmm. something has pushed them to either good or bad, usually bad, has pushed them to to say that's it, enough's enough. But they have been held back before that. But then there's also the people that come to you and they've still got to push through those beliefs and barriers, you know, to to actually start to shed things. What yeah. What do you think? And there might not be a definitive answer you know because everyone's different but what do you think is the most common thing that you see that's holding people back from living their best life to ourselves Mm. it's like we need to like get out of our
1: own way um and very much like people pleasing like not knowing their own boundaries really and just allowing people to walk all over them Mm. um and uh yeah, it's just really themselves and past patterns and beliefs. Uh, there's a few things in there. But yeah. the, the biggest thing is themselves.
0: Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people who uh, do like to blame, you know, blame um, others, blame the situation, blame circumstances, blame the past. But in, in actual fact, and I and I understand that they may be reasons, You know, they may be reasons that um, are continually causing you um, – pain and causing you from progression but at the end of the day they're not they kind of are excuses because you know it it at the end of the day we do have control about our thoughts our choices our mostly our situation I know there are some people that are um are trapped you know because due to other people enforcing situations and we can't you know I'm, I'm excluding that because I'm, that is really a sad duck mm-hmm. uh situation for some people but the majority of us and you were talking about before um that they they people thought you know it's about the difference between perceptions and reality you know we've all got we all do we all carry around these perceptions of what we think is real and that it's actually not that real you know when you said before it's not as bad as they thought you know it's mm-hmm. not as dark as they thought and we we I think if you look at people probably 90% of people have um got and uh, I'm talking about I'm not talking about people in really shitty circumstances with dictatorship governments you know and, and terrible mm. terrible conditions but the rest of us have got who have got a bit of room to move we we can we can just step into our own choices and and step into our own lives and you know we, we are a vi- we are creating victim mentality caused by ourselves it's mm. quite sad it's it's Really sad, but, it, you know, they're, 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 as you're saying with the work that you do, um, there are opportunities to really step into yourself and truly, truly love who you are and, mm. and bring your gifts to the world. And I think that's something that's very overlooked is that a lot of these people are driven into the ground through people pleasing and their sense of I want to serve others. But in actual fact, if you look after yourself and get yourself up you can serve others better so it's kind of a you know a bit of a backwards situation the way we look at things now something i'm really curious about is you you said you were painfully shy yeah. but um you've organized events uh in <laughs> for for people this is uh, you know this blows my mind you're gonna have to explain this right Ev- events for people up to 500 people around australia United Kingdom, Bali, Costa Rica, the list goes on. Like, was that part of your corporate work or is it something you unraveled in your new journey? How does a shy person, you know, do that kind of stuff?
1: I have no idea. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's
1: process, process, process. I um, Yeah, it actually started in the corporate world uh 2006 I think it was um I was working for a pharmaceutical industry and um organizing conferences all around Australia um mm. and I, I'm actually having a flashback to um you know I looked after four or five teams I think it was about uh, 60 or 70 people and one of them uh, I had to get up and do a training in front of them I was so nervous <laughs> <laughs> so nervous but they're all really lovely and Yeah, so I guess it's just bit by bit, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, What's that saying? Like, how do you eat an elephant, like, bit by bit? Although you wouldn't really want to eat an elephant, but, you know. (laughs) Um, No,
0: no, we're not going to eat an elephant, no. No, no. No, (laughs) I get
1: get the picture. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, so that was a lot of my experience came from the corporate world in the trainings, in organising all these events for all these people and just gaining the confidence confidence from doing it um and then you know when I stepped out of the corporate world in 2017 <laughs> that was a process um mm. I just organically dropped into like working for people that are like heart paced, that are heart-centered that actually mm. want to make a greater impact in the world by doing what they love um and that's when I started you know organizing events around Bali and uh, we had an, an island in Costa Rica, which is really special. Wow! Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's been um, as I'm saying this out loud li- out loud. It's been such a journey to get to this point. Like mm. you, yeah. To look at, you know, baby Rachel and woman Rachel, just two different people.
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, actually, the same person, isn't it? It's it's funny how <laughs> we funny how we. Um build like all these things that you're doing and have done that they're, they're extraordinary you know they're, well they're not they're not extraordinary they're, they're just wonderful they're really like real expressions of living do you know it's amazing and but but the, the thing that you're saying like two different people but that that you was always in there do you know mm. what it's amazing how we encase our stuff our, ourself in stuff you know that stuff that is just um. it's killing us. In actual fact, you know, if we're going to be blunt about it, like we're, none of us are getting out of here alive and we're all heading in the same direction, but why would we spend our life literally dying? Like, Mm. apart from the fact that biologically we have to go there and I'm sorry, guys, I can't sugarcoat that for you, but, you know, while we're here, why don't we just light that spark? Why don't Mm. we shed the crap and, you know, I mean, and when I say that, don't don't anybody think that uh, myself or Rachel is is perfect and that we've completely shedded stuff you know and all the top people Oprah and god knows what it, it, it's a journey like you it's it, but you show up every day that's the difference you know you you show up every day and you try to just be the best version of you and you try to live life and you know sometimes you screw it up i tell you what I do how about you Rachel?
1: Oh, I'm, I'm pretty freaking perfect, man.
0: <laughs> no, I bet you're I don't not. Know what you're talking about. <laughs> <sighs> oh, well, I, I screw up constantly and it's just, you know, it's, um, who cares? You, who, who cares? I put a song on Facebook every night. I play a song and for those, you know, who in the know, you know, I, uh, had a thyroid problem four years ago. I haven't been able to sing for four years and, um, just because I had had it out two years ago, and I've only just picked up the guitar in the last. Actually, I've done now 80. Oh, I don't know, 80 something uh, nights in a row. You know, I've done a song on Facebook, and oh wow, and, and it's not perfect. And you know, even like there's notes I still can't hit, and it's. I just thought, no bugger it, I've got to stop being a big. Suck about not being able to sing anymore, do you know, and and, and there there are notes like ninety percent of the song is ninety five percent is in key, do you know? So yeah. why not why not bring why not show up and bring that to
1: people? That's how we learn, you know, like you know, winding back to painfully shy me to like You know, I made a decision a couple of years ago. I'm just like, I am just going to show up and say what needs to be said, even if I'm crying or shaking or it doesn't come out eloquently or it comes out perfectly. Like that's how I learned, you know, and sometimes I still struggle to communicate, but I show up and Mm -hmm. I allow myself to say the words. Um, And that's how we learn. We learn through making mistakes. We learn through falling and getting up.
0: Yep we do and we're not perfect and we're never going to be perfect and nor are we waiting for all our ducks to be lined up to give something a go are we exactly and i think that's the point it's just it's just showing up and Mm. you know in in
1: saying that as well sometimes we need to hold back sometimes you know like when if you're having a baby you can't just you know make love and be pregnant and have a baby instantly it takes time it takes nine months to Mm. the baby to grow within you so and it's just it's such a fine line to like holding your actually holding yourself back out of fear versus like showing up when the time is right.
0: Mm. And it's
1: like learning to decipher when the time is right and when you actually need to hold back a little bit and then yeah. like using that to propel forward.
0: Mm. And it's and it's like um planting a seed, too, isn't it? You know, you, you've got to plant the seed and then water it. You can't just go. Of planting a seed. Oh, look! There's a tomato plant. Do, you know,
1: you have exactly. To. <laughs> it takes time.
0: You got to it nurture does. it. It
1: grows. It needs water. It needs sunlight. It needs your love. Yeah. Needs your attention.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's uh, yeah. Nothing's ever a. Uh, but uh, but it's like you say though. Um, Having that epic vision, planting the seed and nurturing it, you know, and it, 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 it will grow like it. Well, actually, I shouldn't say that because I'm not a real green thumb, you know, and I'm <laughs> trying to I've got my little avocado farm. It's not really a farm. It's the windowsill has become an avo- avocado uh, farm and and my partner's not that happy with the when are we going to get rid of these avocados that's oh, I'm not a real green thumb mm-hmm. some of them have sprouted but it's but avocado is actually a perfect example it's you know they take weeks and weeks and weeks to just sit there like they just sit there like this brown nut you know nothing happens and it's mm-hmm. the tempt and it's kind of very very similar to life you know you you, you ask for something or you plant the seed and it's very much like that avocado seed. So you, you, you watch it, watch it, and nothing's happening. And you know that you just got to have a bit of faith sometimes too, mm. and just let yourself let yourself, you know, uh, unfold. But what do you think you are still trying to learn? Mm. That's a good question. Bloody mm. hell! Thanks for I that. know. <laughs> I know. I just. I just kind of, just come to me, just throw it in. <laughs> I,
1: it's it's actually really hilarious. Like, I help people bring their epic visions to life, but then there's, like, this there's element of fear of me fully showing up in my business and what I do. So I guess mm-hmm. that that's, like, kind of the biggest thing that I'm working through. And that's why I'm here with you. It's like, all right, I, I need to show up. If I want my clients to show up, like, I need to show up yeah. <laughs> in my epic yeah. vision.
0: And it's scary. <laughs> That's right, and you know it's it's all the people that are doing therapy and are doing sort of you know uh, any kind of support you know like mentoring or counselling, trying to help people bring out. It doesn't a lot of people uh, would assume that that person is completely has completely got their their shit together but that's you know where nobody is perfect it just means that you've got amazing skills and intuition and in helping in facilitating mm. other people to do that but you know it, it's it's a tough gig for everybody life's a bloody tough gig for everybody you know it's it's you just got to get up get up and make your bed mm. you know that's the thing isn't it get up and make your bed and then show up for the rest of the day and Put your best foot forward and and put your skills and knowledge and love into the world Mm. and, God, you can bring some magic, can't you?
1: Totally. And, like, when you do what you love, that's where the Mm. magic happens, you know. It's like, yeah, it might be challenging at times, but everything, like in my experience, when when we do what we love, like everything just lights up around us and it just becomes this, Mm. like, effortless flow where we become these magnets and things just show up and you know kind of like reverting back to what you said earlier just like taking that step and just keep taking the Mm. steps in front of you and just everything that we need shows up when we show up for it you know
0: oh that's so true Um, I love that you've said that. I I just bang on about that. (laughs) Put the paver down and step on it. Don't worry about the next one. The next one just appears. Step on that. We just
1: need to like surrender and just show up and
0: trust.
1: It's like that's one thing that I've really learned is when we can fully show up and surrender and just trust in the universe, Mm. universe, but more importantly, trust in ourselves. And that's where the magic happens.
0: Mm, I think it's yeah beautiful. We think I, I think you know thinking about what you're saying is we do become very attached to the the expectation. You know this I expect this to happen. I'm very attached to that outcome. Mm. Do, you know and, and you can't, maybe the universe has got different ideas or or a slightly different path. And if you're so rigidly forcing one, you're not going to see the beauty in the other one anyway. We could talk about this for three days. <laughs> we could. <quit. laughs> I absolutely love mm. it. I love this stuff, and it's um, you know, I just uh, like you see the value in people and see that see that underneath all the crap, there's just a, a world of opportunity. Mm. To, you know, it's and it's the the when people do turn their lights on, it's um. I don't know. I, I can't. I just can't. Sometimes I get cross about it. And see, this is where this is oh, what I'm still trying to learn is that. I get so overly passionate about it. I want to shake people. Mm. I'm like, oh, for God's Slut sake! Them around. What, <laughs> what yeah, what doing? can't you bloody see? <laughs> you know what? What the hell? What are you not looking? I'm. Lo- we're looking at the same person. You're looking in the mirror, and I'm looking at you, and we're not looking at the same person. Mm. Like, and 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 I've, you know, what's one of my learnings is to stop growling at people. There's
1: almost a deeper reflection in that, in the sense of like the frustration that you're feeling in that, like for that person. It's like, where am I that, you know? Where am I not showing up? Where am I being that, what that person is being? And where is that frustration within me, you know?
0: No, that's true. Oh, great. So now you're making me get the mirror out.
1: (laughs) Yep. Right, all right. What you're seeing in them is a direct reflection in you.
0: Mm. Right, well, I better do some work this afternoon, bed night. The tables have turned. (laughs) I think I better, better pull myself up on that one true and it's funny because I went through just recently uh, well six months ago you know when we not even six months ago but when we had the bushfires down here oh, you know in yeah. in Gippsland it's um I went through a really uh a really angry place you know because I was mm-hmm. oh well I didn't know who I was angry at and I've shared this in the very first um introductory podcast you know I was angry at the government but and probably still am a little but regardless it's it's you know like how did this happen do you know how did how did us humans become so bad that we let this happen and and so there was all the anger about that and there was also the feeling of uh sympathy empathy with all the people that have lost you know lost their homes lost their lives lost their jobs but my biggest um uh, and so what we're talking about now, you know, my frustration is probably still stemming from that, I'll admit it. You know, my, my biggest upset was the animals and Ooh. the one billion animals. And I, I do care about animals way more than humans. And, you know, so that's going to – sorry, sorry, guys, if that upsets you. But I do because they're defenseless. You know, they depend on us to do the right thing and we're just completely um, gutting them. And so when this whole one billion animals – It was lost I got so I really did get upset and and I felt like um everything that I'd done because I've done a lot of things in my life you know that have been really powerful but at at that point I felt um helpless you know I felt that there was absolutely nothing I could do despite all my skills all my knowledge all my experience all everything I've done the past even gathering all of those together and I'm not saying that's true but that's how I felt in the moment you know and I was stuck and I was like I can't there's nothing I can do for for all of those animals and and then I went through a lot of grieving stages like I've let them down I didn't step up do you you know which is not true it's not true but I suppose when you're that type of person that you um are always making a difference, Do you know, you, you there's a sense of responsibility and it's it's perceived and it's not accurate and it's probably self-damaging. But um it does show its rear its ugly head and you know, I I was absolutely gutted and um yeah, and 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 truly frustrated with myself. Do you, you know because I felt I felt that I had to step up and I couldn't you know there I felt there was nowhere to go and I I started to you know like uh donate clothes but then they didn't want them and I donated food and then they didn't want it you know there was a lot of um pushback which is fair enough because th- they the, the donation centers were not managing you know and where that where they were sending people the shelters and that were not managing and so I kind of felt like at every point and I offered to volunteer for a um an animal I, I won't name but an animal rescue service you know to, to and and that was sort of knocked back so I kind of felt like there was uh you know uh, uh, every every step there was an unworthiness exactly you know uh, well my, what I've got to give is not worthy is not valuable and so I did I really went down a dark tunnel you know and it's and I imagine that probably what I'm saying now about the frustration is probably a lingering effect because even now I'm I'm teary thinking about those animals, you know, thinking about the impact. So, you know, I imagine that there's um, yeah quite a bit of lingering left over from that. So, but but you know, I I agree with you. I do I still think I do need to do some work on that, but because um it's not actually true, but it's it's um and this is how we build things in our life isn't it when we get enough of certain things we start to establish a picture that you know, you know a story that we believe is true and, mm-hmm. and we don't get many um, challenges opportunities or challenges you know someone in our face like you've just done to me um, we don't get enough of that to say well well, h- hang on a minute Do you, you know l- let's break this down how much of that is actually true mm. and so yeah so um. I'm not making excuses, I do see a reason for it and I do think you're, you've given me a bit of a kick in the pants that, that uh, probably I, you know, probably can move a little bit more past it than I have because, you know, I, I did take it in another direction and the dire- my, ans- my solution to it was to start this podcast, you know, get it up and running and, mm. um, and a few other things that I've done that were within my control. Do you, you know that it would, and it wouldn't Ooh. help the animals directly. And I think that's a mistake. I was trying to help the animals directly, but I realised that the things that I could offer would would help people to make a better world. Do you know, so that then the animals, future animals, would benefit. So, yeah, it's a long, dicky, long winding road, isn't it? It is. It is indeed.
1: Um, and I, I think you know, hearing what you just shared, it's just. I I feel that, I feel that despair and that hopelessness at times as well. And it's just like, you know, we we can't save the world. Mm. It's not our duty to do that. What our duty is, is to show up and do what we're meant to do, Mm. you know. And if everybody in the whole, could you imagine if everyone in the whole entire world did what they were meant to do, like their purpose, their fulfillment, their Mm. passion, how different... It would look, yep. you know, you perhaps wouldn't feel this pressure that you're feeling. Mm. Um, and it's just like, all, all we need to do is just show up and be us and sing our song, like make our impact, whatever that looks like, you know, for you, it's the animals, for me, it's people, for Joe Blogs down the road, it might be baking bread. It's mm. just like, whatever it is that makes you come alive, that's, that's the point, you yep. know?
0: Yep yep it is and if it's if we all switch our lights on imagine how bright the world will be you know it's, oh my gosh it's like
1: elevate to
0: a whole other realm of consciousness or I, I don't know it's just like something big would happen <laughs> I, I read once that the um the universe well you know whether whether you believe in this stuff or not it doesn't matter that the whole cosmic thing you know it's it's irrelevant but the point is that what, what is important is that i read um, that the rest of the rest of the, the universe out there looks at looks at planet earth like the kindergarten planet you know that we're we're so yeah. bloody behind and so backward and the fact that we're so cruel to each other and you know that and the fact that we have so many barbaric behaviors and everything else and the rest of the universe the, whether it's true or not it doesn't matter it actually is a great opportunity to reflect you know that mm. that that you know we're we're buzzing at a very low vibration um because of our behaviours and yeah you know, yes, imagine all the lights coming on and imagine uh planet Earth you know being being operating as it actually could it just uh, is is an astounding thought
1: it, it very yeah my mind is blowing at the thought of that
0: <laughs> yeah, i know <gasps> now uh, we've been very deep and reflective and you know i don't mind that i think that's wonderful because uh we don't want to be everyone on here being perfectly perfect because that's not that's not the truth in life but um i want to finish with a question um you know this podcast is get off the bench and get your thing um start living the life you want what advice would you would you somebody who's been pondering their thing or giving a lot of thought or or have suddenly got a spark you wouldn't mind doing such what uh, advice would you give just them
1: start just go for it you know it's like it again yep. like reverting back to my words it's like life shows up when we show up so if, if we're just sitting on the bench mm. if we're sitting on our ass waiting for it to happen it's never gonna happen you know we, we need to like get off the bench leave the house Do the thing. Show up. Mm. Um, So, yeah, it's the magic happens when we show up. And
0: I guess... um, Yeah. Well, I guess I didn't need to ask you that because we've already covered that well and truly, but totally agree with you. Well this has been a really lovely conversation and you've you know now I've got to go buy a full length mirror as clearly you know <laughs> there's too much too much shit going down just to have a little face one little carry one but <laughs> no I think it's wonderful no and it does it has made me think mm, yeah I need to just pull pull another peg out of my pocket and you know shift it throw it away mm-hmm. so no, but I really, really, this has been a wonderful, wonderful conversation, and I really, and well, you're in Sydney. I'm in Sydney, in yes. in Sydney, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. And so, actually, before we do go, and speaking of that, I was going to sort of say to people, you know, if you want to get shifted, you know, go and see Rachel, but uh, you, right now, we're not travelling and all that kind of stuff, so are you doing sessions online? I am. Are you doing Zoom sessions? Yeah,
1: there? I've actually, pre-corona thing, I've been on Zoom for the last three years, so, um perfect Zoom.
0: oh that's easy then easy and where can people find you uh they can find me on
1: my website um so it's just www.rachel r-a-c-h-e-l clissold c-l-i double s for sierra o-l-d dot com um or they can find me on instagram facebook linkedin um youtube so there's a whole and then just search my name rachel clissold
0: okay fantastic well guys um go and have a look and you know and if you think that you're ready to make a ready to bust a move you know (laughs) rachel's your chick i reckon so oh all right well thank you so much for joining me i really really appreciate it and um i think i think our listeners will have got a, a hell of a lot out of this conversation i really do Thank
1: you for having me. It was an absolute pleasure and uh, great to deep dive with you.
0: Oh, me too. I loved it, loved it. Thank you so much. All right, and I'll catch up with you soon. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, guys, how was that? That was... That was pretty eye opening, actually, and I tell you what, I need to do some work. And and actually, it, what what's good about this is that it's probably been a great session for you to see that not everybody's perfect. None of us are perfect. We've all got stuff. But exactly like Rachel said, just show up. You know, and and it doesn't matter if we show up and make mistakes. It really doesn't matter. Just but show up. And why would we be carrying? an amazing person inside of us and not setting that person free I really hope that today's session has you know helped you to see even start to think that maybe there's an amazing person deep down hidden down under all the crap that we gather it's kind of like gathering all our possessions all our life you know next thing we know our house is full of junk and we don't know where to start to get rid of it it's the same for our lives and our body and everything else so I really hope that you've got something out of today and I hope that you're even if you just start to ask yourselves one question i don't know that question just one question just start to start to start questioning about what's going on in your life and who you are and what magic that you really could bring to the world and do you want to be a light or do you want to sit in the darkness you know it's why not show up even if your light starts off dim do you know why not do that so anyway guys uh thank you for again for joining me for another session Another episode. This is really, I'm really enjoying this. Uh, I know some people have, you know, contacted me saying that that I've been listening to every single podcast and I absolutely love it. So hopefully, we're gathering people as we go. And I truly, truly appreciate you giving me the time, an hour, and and my guests. You know, just to have a listen to see what's going on in the world. And obviously, you're inspired. To, to get off the bench in some way. And, you know, I really hope that these episodes are, are helping you to move along your journey a little bit more. So anyway, I'm going to leave it there and I will catch up with you next week. So have a great week. See ya. Hey, thanks for joining me. It really does mean the world to me. Now, if you or somebody you know is doing amazing things, make sure you send me an email to info at getoffthebench.com.au. That's info at getoffthebench.com.au. .com.au. Otherwise, head on over to my website at kerenvaughan.com and tinker around there a bit and send me a message. Okay, catch you next week.